0: Hello and welcome to Clash of the Titles, a Christmas countdown, the podcast that this December pits two Christmas movies with something in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. This week, in the red corner, Tim Allen falls afoul of a Christmas curse after he murders old Chris Kringle and has to take his place while trying to hold down his actual job in 1994's The Santa Claus. While in the blue corner... Evil Michael Keaton, who missed his son's hockey match, pays the ultimate price and dies only to return from the grave thanks to a magic harmonica in 1998. A Jack Frost. It was the night before Christmas and children were dreaming of the presents Santa would bring. <laughs> Somebody's on the roof. But this Christmas Eve... Hey, you! The unthinkable happened... <laughs> You killed him. Did not. He thought it was just for one night. You're the new Santa. I am not Santa Claus. Ah. You put on the suit, you're the big guy. What if I don't buy into this Santa Claus thing? Then there would be millions of disappointed children around the world. Once upon a time, in the town of Medford, There lived a man named Jack Frost. Happy holidays! You guys are great! I brought you this. You're harmonicas? I got that the morning you were born. When you play that, no matter where I am, I can hear it. Then one night, something happened. Something terrible that turned into something wonderful. I'm home. So it's a daddy duel on this week's shows, but which will give us that paternal hug we so desire, and which will we be divorcing? Let's find out! Welcome to Clash of the Titles, a Christmas countdown. Ho, ho, ho!
1: Release the Kraken!
0: Hello, Clashputters. Armand Asante? I'm Alex Zane. I'm Vicky Crompton. And that is it, uh, because while we record in this freezing cold spell that has gripped the UK, Chris is currently sunning himself on the beaches of Tulum, Mexico. So if you are one of our Mexican listeners and you see a particularly hairy man by a pool, do say hello from us.
1: He's shaved his face, though. Did you see that picture? No. Yeah, he put a picture in the chat last night. He's got no face hair anymore. So now he's got nothing on his whole head.
0: Wow. Because he was
1: balancing it, wasn't it, with the nothing on top with the chin.
0: Like a cue ball. Yeah, like a cue ball, but a tanned cue ball. He looks good. He does look good. Do you think he can tan? Because yeah. his hair, though, on his chest is so dense. Like a blocker. It's like... Um... It's like a hairy black hole. It absorbs light. (laughs) I imagine Tulum is in darkness now because all the sunlight has been absorbed. He
1: must be having such a good time. He's like, what is it?" Before he was like, it's all he said to me. Vicky, there's 24 restaurants in there. I won't even get around all of them. (laughs) (laughs) I know, that's such a partish thing to say. He
0: did say you roll the dice though. Some of them aren't that good.
1: With his big plate.
0: (laughs) He is the kind of guy who's brought his own bigger place. Yeah, plate. of course he is. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, all right, then. Welcome to our first, uh, not our first, our penultimate yeah. Christmas countdown. Uh, a Merry Christmas. A quick reminder, Fanuary is on the way. I've had a look through some of the suggestions. They're good,
1: aren't they? Oof.
0: Yeah. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good noise. Oof, they're good. Yeah. They're good. You've got some really good suggestions, but... It's not over yet. You can still email us for January and most likely February. We are doing Clash Podders suggestions. So if you do have a suggestion, email us show at clashpod.com and give us a reason why you're picking that pairing because Chris does like that. Yeah, He doesn't like just abstract suggestions. No. There needs to be reason, heart,
1: real emotion <laughs> in <Yeah>.
0: these picks. <laughs> right then. So welcome to part one of the Santa Claus versus Jack Frost. Uh, Victoria's choices. Oh, are they? <laughs> you, are you
1: being serious? Yeah,
0: these are your choices. And I know you love this section of the show anyway. Yeah. So tell me,
1: why? Gosh, you know, it must have been based... Um, <laughs> this is going to be good. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Yeah, watch me struggle. Mm. I didn't even see the connection at first. I had to message you to be like, I've seen these films before. I don't get it. And you're like, it's dad's. I was like, that's loose. <laughs> but that was, I guess that will do. So I don't know why I
0: picked them. Okay.
1: I think it was to stop you from doing Frozen and Frozen 2, though. Oh, that is so- true. No,
0: that's next week's pairing. Yeah, so don't
1: give me any BS. Yeah,
0: uh, Chris did email uh, me. He, no, he WhatsApped me. Uh, it doesn't matter. He got in touch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I he dropped you a message. He <laughs> dropped me a message. Yeah. Uh, yes, on the old, um, a long-form message. <laughs> and he said, he said, is Jack Frost, does it work? I was like, not really. Not really. No, and it's not
1: usually me that would flag it, especially on my week.
0: Yeah. Quote marks. yeah. Uh, so no reason. But it was. It is your week because you gave a clue on last week's show, didn't you? I don't know. Fine. Great. I followed that up on Twitter <laughs> with. Uh, yeah. You. Yeah. The clue was. The clues were. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: Father. Mm. Christmas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, I, I didn't really try very hard on Twitter because um, I think someone had already got it, but I, I threw something up there <laughs> anyway. We're on Twitter at ClashPod. Uh, I went with. Uh, We've got different dads, (laughs) right? It sort of works. Yeah, they're different. They are different. From what they were initially. Oh, you see, I see. Leading into I'm the transformation so I'm rubbish element. at this sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, your clues, uh, guesses rather, did arrive on our Twitter by Slay, where we are at ClashPod. We're also on Instagram and TikTok at ClashPod with loads of beautiful extras and videos from the show. And if you are in the business for a little bit of an extra clash, completely free of charge, why not check out our YouTube channel and subscribe for some lovely videos from the show with some of the best bits of clashing over the last few years. All right then, uh, your guesses, and despite uh, the lacklustre nature of the clues, uh, we did it. We got one correct. Hooray! Yes, which oh there means, we go. What, Chris? It means the clues were very good. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. That
1: makes me feel a sense of relief,
0: actually. Yeah. Uh, so, big congratulations to Rob McLean, our winner this week. Your prize is to undergo your own Christmas transformation, where through the power of a magic lute, you'll be transformed into the most famous symbol of the festive period. A Christmas sparrow.
1: <laughs> Stop it! It works!
0: <laughs> it's, your, it's your word.
1: It's so weird. It is. My it is. sparrow? I don't know. It must be the way you say it. There's nothing inherently
0: humorous. Um, uh, so, Rob, you'll actually look just like an actual sparrow, except we've stapled some antlers to your tiny sparrow head. <laughs> Connection section, transforming dads.
1: Transforming dads. And they're both, their sons are called Charlie. Yeah.
0: Isn't that weird? It's such a stock, nice, yeah, American, nice wholesome kid name, Charlie.
1: Charlie. And they both kidnap their sons effectively mm. at some point, which is a bad idea.
0: Yes, that is true. Uh, Mums at finally believing that dad is a what thing. He says Yeah, I, that's what I wrote. I wrote, His "Dad's a thing." <laughs> they find because the connection's weak.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not a brilliant week, is it? No, it is. Um, use it's this... a
0: fantastic week.
1: Thank you, yep. thank you.
0: Yeah, well done. Great, great picks.
1: Um, use this thing to call me. But so at the end of Jack Frost, it's the magic harmonica. Mm-hmm. What is it at the end of the Santa Claus? He does the snow globe. That's it. Yeah. It's just confusing because he... this
0: is instilling a lot of confidence in me. Bearing in mind, the Santa Claus is your movie <laughs> yeah, uh, that you're going to be it. taking us through, and, and the snow globe is a kind of one of the most memorable elements of it. It's
1: cause... a very because like what oh what's the Bernard Bernard? He's like have this snow globe. Mm. Snow globes are fragile and heavy, and then this poor child has got to carry around a snow globe. Mm if he ever wants to see his dad again, for the rest of his life.
0: That's correct. That yeah. is absolutely correct. Bernard, or Bernard, let's call Bernard. him Bernard. Bernard. I'm going to have to call him Bernard. Bernard really labels it on. He's like, this may be important <laughs> at a vital plot point yeah. in this movie. harmonica
1: is very portable. That's the, that's the whole idea of a Harmonica. <sighs> I,
0: not, I, you can't
1: saddle an eight-year-old with a snow globe for the rest of his life. Yeah,
0: I mean, I mean Charlie in... Jack Frost, he doesn't even want the bloody harmonica. He's like, take that back, you dick. brutal. Because you're an evil dad. Because you missed one thing. I I told you this. Yeah, you did. I
1: messaged you and I said it's not normal (coughs) what happens to him in this way. He's not a bad dad.
0: The movie logic of Jack Frost coming up on Thursday is insane. Yeah, it's very harsh. Insane. Punitive, even. That's Thursday. So, on Thursday, I will be asking... How many snow puns should one movie actually contain in Jack Frost? Which means today, Vicky is reading the small print of the Santa Claus. V takes on a journey.
1: If you think this film is about a man who accidentally becomes Santa on Christmas Eve and then spends the rest of the one night slowly learning to fill those big boots whilst bonding with his son and overcoming hilarious challenges resulting from his inexperience and making sure that Christmas Day, the next day, is saved, well, that's a very reasonable thought and that sounds like a decent festive film. This film, however... Bafflingly chooses to have Tim Allen become Santa on Christmas Eve. He totally smashes it, no problem. Then goes home for 12 months to get used to the idea of doing the thing he's already really good at. (laughs) So then it's not even Christmas anymore. It's Easter or something. And Tim Allen puts on a bit of weight and then he's barred from seeing his son And he never even gets five minutes to explain the weight gain to a judge. They just take his kid (laughs) and then it's Christmas Eve again. But he's already great at the Santa part, but he forgot. Even though in the last year he's undergone significant physical changes in line with becoming Santa Claus. So then he does Christmas again and then he moves to the North Pole forever, question mark? Which is miles away from the sun he was so desperate to stay with. Baffling but at least he's not the man he once was, which is the sort of man that makes sexual advances at an elf that's a child, which is therefore a child. (laughs) Judy. There we are, Judy. Bloody hell. Hmm. Such a good lesson, actually, because Tim Allen, he's not that wholesome, but at this stage of his career, he is Mr. Wholesome, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how is that joke all right? It yep. isn't all right. But obviously, at the time, we were like, that's fine.
0: That's funny. Yeah. We did think it was fine. She just looks like a child. She's <laughs> 1,200 years old. But
1: Oh, my mm, God. Well, yeah. well, we'll get there anyway. Yep. So, when did you. Have you seen. Are, everyone's seen this before, haven't they? Yeah. Right. But I think I've only seen it once. Uh-huh. Because I have no. It didn't really make the cut for me in the heavy rotation.
0: No, I me mean neither. It's not a Christmas movie. Because it's not a
1: Christmas film. It mostly takes place not at Christmas. That is very true. So, that's why it doesn't work for me um, I do, but I do remember Tim Allen's face getting bigger under all those prosthetics so that was, that's the sort of thing I remember
0: that's the bit the bit where we'll get to it but the bit where he goes to the board meeting is imprinted on my mind yeah. I like that bit
1: yeah alright so let me um, tell you about it Okay. So it was written by Steve Rudnick and Leo Benvenuti. It was originally on spec. Sorry. I think I read somewhere it was their first spec, I, but that's wild if it is because it sold for quite a lot of money, but good for it, them.
0: Doesn't it make you jealous? Oh, yes. It's such <laughs> a good elevator pitch, this. Yeah. What it if is. Santa Claus is a Santa Claus? Clause. It's yeah. brilliant.
1: Yeah, we'll get there. Oh. Someone doesn't know what a clause is. <laughs> Not you. Is it? Bernard. The... Oh, let's just do it now. The last line of a contract isn't a clause. (laughs) It's just the last line of a clause within a contract. Mm. You know that.
0: I I, I thought maybe I'd got it wrong because this is a movie (laughs) that people have made and written and so surely they they checked.
1: In all of (laughs) the machinations and struggle and strife to get a film from page to screen... So many contracts are signed. Exactly. I mean,
0: do you think they were in the writing room, in the in the room where they they would written the script and they were signing their contract? And the the Hollywood executive, the studio head, had gone. Have you have you finished reading the contract that you're about to sign? He's like, just got the clause <laughs> left to finish, and he's like, what? He's the like, what? The last line. He's like,
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: yeah, the deal's off. <laughs>
1: Their agents would have gone just want to direct your attention to clause something something which says you don't get tickets to the Premier or whatever and their writers must have gone oh that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome.
0: The clause is signed by. <laughs>
1: that's the thing. The last line of a contract is executed in the witness of Whatever. Anyway, that's. I'm sorry to be a pedant about that sort of thing, it's but right. ridiculous. Anyway, uh, it you was. Lo- you love a
0: contract. I do like. A you contract. do love a contract. Yeah.
1: It's one of my darkest secrets because I make up when I when I used to get them across my desk. I'd be like, oh, I hate it. Secretly, can't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I like to get into it.
0: You do. You're good at them as Thank well. Thank you. Because yeah. It's
1: scientific.
0: Yeah, I I hate them.
1: That's why you've got an agent.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. But I mean, they're almost, I, they, It feels like of all the documents in the world. They're written to try and trick oh, of people. Yeah.
1: Of course they are. Of no, course That's not even a hot take. That's, they are written like that.
0: It's maddening. And yeah. I, 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 I count myself as a fairly averagely intelligent person. <laughs> I can read a contract and go, I've no idea what this means. No. The it, language it it seems like the, the, to like
1: cancel itself out so. The
0: words are in the wrong order.
1: Yeah, and they're old words mm.
0: for no reason. Yeah, like the clause is the first line, <laughs> not the last line.
1: So anyway, it was called Such a Clatter,
0: which I'm not
1: mad about. I think the Santa Claus is a lot stronger, even if you don't know what a clause is. Mm. Uh, it was optioned, developed by Outlaw Productions and acquired by Hollywood Pictures. So anyway, it was acquired as a vehicle for Tim Allen of, at this time, very family-friendly comedy, Home Improvement. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, exactly. More power. <laughs> and it would eventually be directed by John Pasquin, also of Home Improvement. So this is only interesting because... The original script was um, everyone says much darker, but then this is my sort of humor. I don't find it, uh, I don't think it's that much darker. It is.
0: I mean, well, I told you. Are you going to do the bit? How does Santa die in the original script?
1: So I read that uh, Scott Calvin Tim Allen he hears a noise on his roof and thinks he's he thinks it's he's having a home invasion and so right. he shoots it. Yes, he shoots.
0: <laughs> the original script is he shoots. Santa Claus. It's very funny. <laughs> Merry Christmas children. It's funny.
1: So it was decided somewhere along the way that that's not what they were going to do, well, yeah. which is weird, isn't it?
0: We've um, got two two major notes. Uh, first, you can't shoot Santa. Yep. Second, please research what a clause is.
1: <laughs> and then we are good to yep. go that green light. Um the only uh, so anyway, it was it, once you've got this sort of home improvement like gang together. Obviously it's Forty Mallon, but um John Pasquin did say at some point other actors were in the mix, uh, but very big people at the time like Tom Hanks, Mel Gibson, Bill Murray as well. But he'd done Scrooge, so he didn't want to do it. So anyway, the only thing that's interesting about (laughs) Tim Allen, apart from um, the family friendly stuff, is that he very, very much dislikes children. So
0: in real life, yeah,
1: he says he does. I don't know how true it is. He's got kids, right? But he hates them. He says he hates them. He just doesn't like other people's kids, which I can kind of understand. Okay,
0: he does a very good job of faking it, then. Yeah, he you, does. You feel like he's got real emotion when it comes to Charlie.
1: There's just a lot of stories, but it's on the internet, and so it could just be fun PR and all mm. the rest of it, where um they you know people saying he would he likes to improv and he'd do a few ad libs around the elves, which are children, mm. and the language might get a little bit.
0: Pretty <laughs>
1: so you'd have to be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd said, Tim Allen said in an interview I saw with uh, Jimmy Fallon that um, that he just got annoyed with them because he was dressed up like Father Christmas, and so they're little kids, and so they were like, "Oh, cool, it's actual Father Christmas." Hmm. So they would ask him all the annoying questions that children do ask you about Santa, which is like, "Where does he sleep, and what does he do on his day off, and it's- how do you?"
0: That's your first question. Where uh, do you that, mean? Where he lives? Like that's that's the big question. Where does Santa live? Is yeah, it the at, North Pole? Is it and Lapland? And sleep, yeah. No one, no one's ever gone. Where does Santa <laughs> sleep? <laughs> live and sleep. I think it's live and it's sleep.
1: Not live and sleep. It's live and sleep. So right. um, then one of them apparently said to him, "Why do you like milk and cookies?" Which milk and cookies is a very US thing. Like we don't leave milk and cookies out for Father Christmas. We leave uh, a mince pie. We leave
0: a mince pie and a carrot for Rudolph yeah. or the reindeer, or and
1: the reindeer. a small glass of sherry. Yes. right, yes, yeah. yes. I don't think they do that in the, in the US. I don't
0: know. No, it's because it's more hot. We've, we've discussed this at length on various it's not shows. Such it's
1: such a headlong boozy culture.
0: Well, it isn't. And also, it is, it's shorthand for wholesome. It's like a glass oh, of milk, milk and spaghetti yeah, yeah, bolognese. Yeah. It's yeah. pasta, or yeah. not even spaghetti bolognese. It's pasta and milk. You have a family eating that, it's like, they are a wholesome, That's so all-American true. family. That's so
1: true. Anyway, one of these kids is Milk says,
0: for dinner. What?
1: Gross. Just, yeah. Bleh.
0: Pasta and milk.
1: <laughs> Vile. <laughs> it's weird. Vile. Vile. So they said, Why'd you like milk and cookies? And apparently he says from the from Tim Ellen's mouth, he says to a kid, it takes the edge off the jack and coke. <laughs> now look, I think he means Coca-Cola, but you don't know. Mm. So take from that what you will. It's yep. still not a great thing to say to a so child.
0: It's snowing this Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. More power.
1: Um, but it was a massive, this movie was massive. Like, this is why it's on a lot of people's heavy rotation. Uh, it made about 190. Million on a budget of 22 million mm. because this is his first feature film as well. Like, it's he wasn't he's a bit of a surefire hit because of Home Improvement. And the fun fact about this is, it meant that at that time, when the film came out, Tim Allen had at the same time the number one TV show mm. in the US, Home Improvement, the number one movie, and a book called Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. Which is part biography and part humorous advice. Oh, okay. I read some of the humorous advice. Did you? It's of its time. Right. I can't remember any of it, but I remember thinking, I, probably, I shan't be buying I Probably
0: that. won't say that's on air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm.
1: yeah. It doesn't reflect well on me. That's it. That's all I have. All right, cool. Yeah, well, there's no point going too far into the, the backstory yeah, I'm of fine Santa with that. Claus. That no, was nice. All right, cool. Let's get into it. Are you ready? Oh, cool. yeah, sure. All right, welcome to a weirdly stayed Christmas party, this corporate party. Although I suppose that's the point. Now, this is my first, like, wrinkle with this film.
0: Is it, can I ask, is is it a a doll called Do It All For You, Dolly?
1: No, it's not. Because that
0: sounds like a sex toy. That does
1: sound like a sex Mm. toy. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah,
0: it's a weird name for Do Do It it All For You. Do It All For You. What's it going to do? Anything you want. (laughs) Whatever disgusting, sordid imagination God,
1: and then you join the dots with his attitude towards Judy later. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah, it's
0: a company that specialises in pervert toys. <laughs> pervert
1: toys. Yeah, and hires pedos. Mm, yeah. DBS
0: no yeah, yeah. checks. Uh, Someone says uh, someone's got their secretary on the knee.
1: Oh mm. Jesus! Oh my God! That bit is mad. Like I know that our perspectives have shifted ever so slightly, but that's not good, and I don't yeah. think that was ever good. No, it's
0: uh, Johnson is his name. Yeah, funny. Funny. Um, <laughs> Johnson <laughs> is obviously abusing his status. Uh, he's dressed as Christmas as Father Christmas. He he looks drunk. And <laughs> He's got his secretary on his knee who's wearing an uncomfortably short skirt. Yeah,
1: hello, is that HR? Um, Yeah, no, I do have a complaint.
0: Well, anyway, is is Johnson going to be the next scene? He's gone.
1: (laughs) We've we've had to
0: let Johnson go. Uh, His secretary filed a complaint the following day.
1: So I think... So I think this film wants to say Scott is a bit of a bad dad, like a bit of a shit dad. So we set that up a little bit now because he lies to Charlie about when he's going to be home. He's so
0: good. He also uh, literally Susan, his co- literally who's on oh, par yeah. with him. They they work together. They they work they, hard, they've yeah. created do it all for you dot. And um <laughs> and she starts giving a speech and he walks and snatches the microphone from her and goes maybe as a man I'll do that. Yeah, that's uncomfortable. Shut up Susan. Yeah. I'll take it from here. Yeah, who gets nice caught? nice warm up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the headline acts here now.
1: Yeah, that's true. So I'm watching that thinking, oh, you're a bad person. You're, you're a bad, that's fine. You're a film, bad man. And mm. that's fine because then you're going to become Santa Claus.
0: Yeah, do you know what could have learned a, a thing or two from this? Jack Frost.
1: Yeah, mm. that's so true. If you smash them together. Mm. So anyway, I just think, I think maybe the darker version of the script, like I think go big or go home with this sort of thing. Like they, they, they flirt with it a bit here at the party where he is a dick. Um, to Susan and he lies to his child yeah. but then he's basically just a dad doing his best in a he's sort trying. of messy divorce situation
0: right. you know he's he's got he wants to buy Charlie good Christmas presents yeah. you know he's got to work dad's got yeah. to work he doesn't hate Christmas anyway
1: so anyway first of many timeline confusions for me with this film so mum is dumping Charlie with his dad on Christmas Eve correct, correct? Yeah. okay I just don't understand why this film isn't and we will come back to this several times the way that when I have a bit of a hang up with something mm and I just have to say it six or seven times in order to get it done uh-huh. nothing will change there's no more nuance uh-huh. I don't expect you to have any more fresh perspective every time I mention you, it you
0: really want people to walk away with this one fact when, they, when they think back to the Santa <laughs> right. Claus episode what you're about to say is their big takeaway
1: why is the film not mum dumps Charlie with his dad his dad is disengaged she doesn't really want to Charlie doesn't really want to and then over the course of the most magical night of the year he changes and then everything in the morning is fucking amazing plus he's Santa Claus right that's a Film.
0: You want the whole thing set over Christmas Eve. I do. Eve. And I've gone early with my change because I don't have anything else. Right, Of
1: course I bloody do. It's a Christmas film. Sure. Like madness.
0: If it makes you feel better, I've got a different change to that. <laughs> so we'll have some variety yeah. coming up, <laughs> like a Christmas selection box.
1: Do you want to know... this? I'm doing this for Chris, to be honest, because mm. this is sort of trivia. I mean, just like, pfft, internet, whatever. You
0: hate this trivia already, I can tell.
1: I, does it add to the lore of the film in any way? Do you know it, what it is? No. So when uh, Laura... Drops Charlie off. Mm-hmm. She gives Scott like a contact list. She's like, you know, just in case of emergencies. And he apparently replied. I mean, maybe you didn't see his version because he's gone. One eight hundred spank me, and he says, I know that number, but that was an actual sex line. Right. So he's saying it as a joke, but it's been since been removed.
0: Because because it's a
1: it was a real sex line. If okay, you, I
0: mean obviously. So okay. he was literally. So Tim Allen was aware of this sex line. I
1: don't know. Someone was.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he says it out loud, or it was written down, or he he says it out loud. I don't okay. know if
1: it's an ad lib, and then Disney realized what was going on and took it out. Right. Sure. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's just why I don't do trivia. Like that didn't set you on fire, did well, it?
0: Chris, when he listens back to this, oh, he would have done like, it so much better. Fantastic. <laughs> I love that.
1: He would have done because he gets all the enthusiasm for his, for stuff like that for the detritus. Yeah. Okay. it is. Wow. (laughs) I don't know, and then not to be too, he makes a living in in, about doing better stuff than that, but essentially facts Mm. about films. Yeah, and he tries to thread the needle to go. There is a story behind this thing, rather than it just being some a series of professionals turning up and doing their work.
0: He'd have added some colour either side. Yes, Uh, uh, he would. He wouldn't have gone in quite so hard, and he certainly wouldn't have said the trivia and then gone detritus. No, you wouldn't. It sort of undermines uh, any interest <laughs> yeah. people might have garnered in that bit yeah. of trivia.
1: Yeah. That's the last bit. So okay. so you can relax. Okay. you couldn't even find
0: couldn't even find it in you for that one bit of trivia. The more or, or less, I'll, I'll just say it
1: now, process. More or less every single piece of trivia I read, I just disregard instantly. Mm. A, because Chris has already covered it. So what's the fucking that is point? True. I'm yeah. literally wasting my energy by typing it.
0: His face when I do trivia that he was planning. Oh, on I doing know. I love that. Is a picture. I love it. He's like, oh.
1: and he's he's really good because when if I start saying it and I know he's got it, he doesn't cut me off, but I know he wants to because you can He can't be the the man that mm. cuts me off if I'm like, oh, I found out this interesting thing. Yeah. No way. But I know he wants yeah, to. Of course. Of course. <laughs> anyway, mm. uh, Charlie, here's a clatter, and then Dad kills Santa. Now the thing is. Not to you <laughs> this is gonna make really mad. The first time I saw this film, the second time I saw this film, I thought Scott kills Father Christmas by accident. He doesn't
0: he doesn't it's a, it's a, it's a weird moment because Charlie yeah. reversions the these events mm-hmm. later on when he's retelling the story to other people, which incriminates Scott a lot more. Yeah. Because all Scott does is go, Oi! And he falls. And, and yeah. he falls. But yeah. then Charlie, when he's telling stories, like my dad pushed Santa off a roof, which is like that's not Charlie. That's not actually what happened, and yeah. that that makes me a lot more culpable for Santa's yeah. death.
1: But the trouble is because I love Christmas and the magic of Christmas, and I think the idea—I, you know, I like you know the the, the sort of the, the subgenre of like nasty Christmas films, like Bad Santa yeah. and whatever.
0: This isn't that movie, though. No,
1: no, no. This, but the suit then empties. So in my head, I go, "Oh, that's okay." Father Christmas has gone to a magical healing hospital. Okay. I didn't think he was dead. So right. I then thought Scott, I thought it was like, you, you have to do the job because of the claws, but the actual man that was in that suit isn't dead. He mm. just, now he passes the baton,
0: if right. you will. Right, I've
1: always thought that and I still think it.
0: I watch it and I think Santa waves. He, You see his little gloved hand. They're like, oh, is he dead? Is he dead? And then you see him move. He waves. Yeah. Yeah. Which means to He's me, right. also... If you'd actually just called nine one one because a man had fallen <laughs> off a roof, he could have had a chance at surviving.
1: Yeah, that's true, mm. and that's that's bad. So I've always thought he was all right. Um, so undermining the premise of the entire movie—that's on me, though. That's not on the that writers. That is on you. Yeah. Though. So then we mess around on the roof a bit, and then we're off. We're flying. The special effects are fucking shocking by yeah, any standards. Yep. I mean, I hate it when we're like, "Ah, oh, this AGI, CGI," because it's, it isn't fair. But bloody hell. Mm. Bloody, Dra- bloody hell.
0: Jurassic Park came out the year before. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the bit where they're on the roof, you can hear the, the echo of their voice bouncing off the soundstage. <laughs> it's piss it's poor. It's poor. Um, but also, then Scott, as Santa, is delivering presents. Why are the presents not wrapped? Mm. Why are they not wrapped?
0: Sure, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I will say, this Santa who dies, he's already on his way out, though, because yeah. he has one job which is to silently <laughs> deliver presents down a chimney. Wrapped presents. And he, I mean, how many roofs has he stomped on and just got lucky before this? Because he is making an absolute racket on yeah. that roof. And it's like, I mean, it was his time to go. I think so. He was either bored of the job, looking for a way out, or just pissed.
1: So maybe, this is the other thing I thought, when he disappears, he's not gone to a magical hospital. <laughs> mm. He's either gone, hold in front of HR once again, you're fucking fired, you're yeah. rubbish at this, or maybe it's some sort of yeah, like a labour camp, like a correctional place for bad Santa's. But bad at the job,
0: not like bad, like naughty. Santa, um Judy has filed a complaint. Again. Um at the Christmas party, you yeah. can't have her on your knee. <laughs> it's it's just not it's not okay. She's
1: made her boundaries pretty clear. She's with
0: someone in rapid
1: Jesus. Yep. <laughs> oh God, getting a child to say that is darkness.
0: Anyway. <laughs> it's so weird though. I mean, Fundamentally, let's acknowledge the fact that this is a Christmas movie for children in which Santa Claus dies.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I didn't show it to the children, my mm. children, but only because I can't I can't let the beast in, as in like, I cannot have anything that suggests that, that Father Christmas isn't real because this is our last year, I think, where we're going to
0: get away with it. Yeah, well, I remember so. when I came around for a lovely a, a lovely lunch just the other day. That was very nice. Thank you for You're having welcome. me. Those almonds you make, the Nigella recipe <laughs> yep, almonds. They're oh, good. They're, they're, they're special. But <laughs> I was very much like, when I gave the kids their Christmas present, yep. I was like, this is from me and Santa. And yeah,
1: you did say Marshall, that.
0: Marshall, your eldest, was like, no, it's not.
1: <laughs> Is that what he said?
0: Yeah, oh, it was a little bit of suspicion. And then Leo, uh, it was like it was like, no, it's it's not, because my friend at school actually went to the North Pole <laughs> and met Santa the other day. I'm like, wow. Okay. They're like, so you and they'd have seen you there if you're claiming that you were already there. And I'm like, Right, okay. I I feel like I've already got myself into a car. Co- I should yeah. just not not have mentioned something. You walked
1: into that well, one. I did. No, it's alright. They made their Christmas list the other day. And I was watching his face. He was like, what can I have? I was like, well, nothing too crazy because uh, Father Christmas is busy or whatever. And he's like, well, three things. I was like, well, tell me what they are. And and then I was like, you can have And he's like, and he said something like, oh, do you think he'll be all right with that? And I was like, yeah, he's all right with
0: that. Mm. I know. I, I think Christmas is one of the few times of year where I wish I'd reproduced. For sure. <laughs> it is. It's like, you know, the excitement with kids and like... You know, yeah. I I remember exactly where I was when someone, yeah. my mum, told me Santa didn't exist, and I've I brought it over there. I'm like, what? I, when I asked that question, I still fundamentally thought you were going to go. Of course, he exists. And it's yeah. Like, no, you don't. And I mean,
1: maybe, maybe that's quite triggering for you watching this because there's a lot of that in this film yeah. where the kid is like, "Tell me the truth," and his dad's like, what? "No." <laughs> yeah.
0: How about I buy your silence?
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's a, again, have,
0: it's a, that's a weird.
1: That's a weird, weird moment,
0: Charlie. You and I have a. Little
1: you know who else says that to kids? p yep. Dogs. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I know, it's, it's, it's the last Action Hero episode. It's old yeah, Nick. I hey, know. Got a little secret for you. Come into my booth.
1: Yeah, at midnight, mm-hmm. against your mother's wishes. Yep. Anyway, um, I mean, this annoyed me. Scott, as Santa, meets a big dog. Of course he does. Hmm? Of all the set pieces in the world, bearing in mind that home alone is already a thing. <laughs> can we do a bit better than a big dog, guys? I think we can.
0: I do... I think the film does really well here, though, because I think to get from a point where this guy has gone from thinking there was a home invader on his roof to going through all the little steps, like seeing the reindeer and then putting on the suit, like getting him from a point of going, this is ridiculous, to actually going, okay... This is happening. I'm disappearing down chimneys. I'm floating on a snack. I'm yeah. s- floating with, with my sack. It's uh weird. Uh, it, <laughs> I, I, weird. I, I, I'm sorry,
1: I wouldn't normally acknowledge it because we just move on. So, professionals, that was so
0: strange. Yeah, floating with my sack. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Okay. I don't know why it's troubling. Like,
1: just no. It's actually quite nice. Is it? Like, what if it was like a? joke? You said snack. No. I said,
0: I said snack initially because I. Uh, yeah, you just did. I just did. That's
1: fine. That's, mm. the, that's the rough and tumble of a of yeah. a podcast. <laughs> But I, in my head, I was like a giant pretzel. And then you could hold okay. on to it. That's, and that's really nice.
0: Write it down. <laughs> there are no bad ideas.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm, and then you said it so confident. I thought, does he float on a pretzel? <laughs> so
0: I, you know, you win. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I love it. I, I'd love it if you came around and found me in the middle of my front room. Just sort of two, hovering. two feet off the ground with a plate of nachos. Just like, this is what I do. I'm floating <laughs> like in my a, snack.
1: Or I know, like a... Like a a massive skip under each foot. <laughs> Wait a minute. We can debate this. A quaver around <laughs> under your back, like a noodle in the pool. <laughs> <just floating around. laughs> a massive quaver. Mm. What's it mm. in your hands that raise you up?
0: Yep. Like Great. bars. Magic what's <laughs> Yep. Again, no bad ideas. Yep.
1: I can keep going
0: It's great it's, it, it, I mean if there I, There are so many Marvel superheroes Clearly
1: I've not got A sweet tooth I, have I I I, don't.
0: <laughs> I think uh, I think it's like once your power It's like Well If I hold <laughs> my magic What's it I can fly <laughs> What well, if you crush them You've got to hold them Really gently <laughs> just... got...
1: Yeah because With great power Comes great responsibility sure. yep. It's not just brute strength It's yep. being
0: gentle It is It is And uh, you know Shall we
1: just keep brainstorming floating snacks because I'm having such a fun time? No. Are you sure? Do the movie. What about if you wrapped chips around your hair and then your hair went up? I mean, I don't mean potato chips, Americans. I mean, you know, chips, fries. And then you put them around individual strands of your hair and then your hair lifted up like you had an electric shock and then you floated around Mm. with your chip
0: power. What if, you, if you tensed, uh, your nipples were replaced with pistachio nuts and <laughs> those catapulted you forward. <laughs>
1: You'd go backwards. You Sorry, what you're mean? right. Yeah. What's, what's your superpower? Of course I'm right. My pistachio
0: nipples <laughs> make me fly backwards. No bad ideas. No bad ideas.
1: Brilliant. Mm. Okay, cool. Well, they should have put that in the film. So anyway, this is now the second time I'm going to mention it. What we have here now is a reluctant... and inexperienced Santa forces delivers all the presents on Christmas Eve. And you think, oh, I think the opposite of you. I'm like, oh, how will he overcome these obstacles? Oh, no, wait, he just did. He, he just what did. the
0: fuck? <laughs> he did. And we never... I mean, in fairness, it isn't what this movie wants to talk about at all. It wants to talk about a man becoming Santa Claus. But it is that thing where it's like, but how does he do it mm. all in one night? Which is obviously one of the big questions. Yes. How does he deliver all the presents across the world in yeah. one night? And then later on, Charlie goes... Time continuum and that's it. That's yeah. what we're done. We, we've covered fine.
1: it. I mean, the thing is maybe maybe this is such a beloved Christmas classic. Maybe people don't watch it before Christmas Eve. Because when you're on Christmas before Christmas Eve, to me, all the Christmas movies you're watching are building up to the big day. And then to go past the big day, in most Christmas movies, you do Christmas morning and then you're out, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But to go past it now, watching this film, and I know that we're like what where are we? Like page twenty five or something? It's like, what are we gonna do for the rest of the movie? Like that feels it feels like a anticlimax. Yeah. To me.
0: I do believe that Tim Allen doesn't like kids because he does get right up in that girl's face. Um, oh, yeah. Do you want me to smash all these toys up? It's to, a horrible thing to say. Do you want to me, me to smash your face in? Yeah,
1: basically. <laughs> yeah. Wanker. Anyway. Um, oh, actually, no. Before we go and meet uh, Bernard, we'll have a short break.
0: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance? United Healthcare Tri-Term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
1: All right, so we're in the North Pole. David Krumholtz again, um, Clash Pod favourite for the last few weeks mm. uh, as Bernard. Um, as I've mentioned, gives Charlie this massive, heavy, fragile snow globe. He's got to quite about forever if he ever wants to see his dad again. Yep. Not a cool move. And then here we go. The promise of the premise... Except, and as I've said, I'm not a solicitor, but I know that a clause is pointedly not the last line of a contract, so why say that it is? (laughs) Why do that? But we've done that, so fine. So then here's yet another version of this film that I've got in mind for everyone. Tim Allen now stays in the North Pole and sorts out the clear lack of capacity vis-a-vis elf resources in the toy shop. Bernard is pretty stretched and it seems like a toxic workplace environment. But oh no, Bernard is then like, you're here now but you're going to go back, Mm. but we want you back here by Thanksgiving. Mm. First of all, hey, the US, we're not all sure when Thanksgiving actually is. doesn't mean anything to me. And also, (laughs) why are we going and coming back and leaving again? And what are all these rules like? Can't we stay in one place? It's not
0: really an exciting ticking clock, is it, when they say you have 11 months to do what? To sort out your affairs. To
1: sort out your affairs? Mm. That's dark. Yeah. And also, it it needs to be about learning to become the Christmas.
0: Yep, it also needs to have a, a consequence. Oh, I'm going to do. My, I'm going to end up doing my bloody change. I know. Oh, it it, I, I, it, the idea that is sown at this point in the movie is this thing where it's like. If you don't believe in Christmas and the Christmas spirit, you'll end up killing the Christmas spirit, which oh, feels like yeah. an idea which we are going to see manifest, which is that Scott refuses to accept his Father Christmas yes. and Christmas cheer across yeah, just the US, <laughs> uh, across just the US <laughs> yeah. it starts to dwindle and yeah. kids start not believing <gasps> in Father Christmas and then Scott starts to, I don't know, vanish or, you know... Some, uh, Pistachio nipples, um, <laughs> but there is some there's a, a, a consequence to his lack of believing that he is Father Christmas yeah. because Bernard Bernard sets it up and yeah. just goes, "Would well, you want to be responsible for killing the Christmas spirit?" Yeah, it never you're happens. So, you're
1: so right. Mm. So we'll just get the Judy thing done again.
0: Uh, again, really. Again, again.
1: Oh. I'll, but I'll tell you what. I'll 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 take it down a different. Track. She is flirting with
0: him though. Hey.
1: hey. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, she says. It's taken her a thousand years to make a decent hot chocolate, but let's not forget, hot chocolate is just chocolate mm. and sometimes milk. doesn't even have to be. It can just be melted chocolate. Yep. So why it's taken her a thousand years to make a good one is beyond me. By the powder.
0: <laughs> By the powder. Uh, we're, we're literally down on toys, Judy. I just need another 100 years to finish <laughs> this recipe. It's like, make, make a fucking truck. Make a fire truck, Judy. Pull your weight.
1: <laughs> So the reason, the the Scott joke about cracking onto Judy, this this is the reason why it's bad, because I've picked it apart. So he says to her, which I do think is like 100% making a move, she looks good for her age, Mm. to which she says, thanks. So making the child acknowledge that in quote marks compliment is not is not good. We're not it's not innocent. It's dark as fuck when you think about it. <laughs> so they only set it up so she can do the fun joke which is having a child say thanks but I'm seeing someone in rapping which is a grown up thing to say. Yeah. Fine.
0: Because she is a grown up. Let's but remember. She's a grown up.
1: Yeah. But she's obviously not. So I just found it with I don't want to be too heavy on it. It's just it's a fascinating glimpse into the psyche of people that were watching this film at the time. This is a dad in a kid's Christmas film. It should be empty of all sex, a hundred percent, anyway, yeah. because it's a kid's Christmas film. It should be full of romantic love, hundred percent, no sex. Of course, yeah. So this leans into sex in some way, in a way that is vastly inappropriate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just found it
1: shocking. I mean, I know what I'm like. I know I'm a bit weird about stuff like that. Yeah, a
0: little bit. Yeah, I know. Merry Christmas. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know. but yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't know whether. I would have noticed it if I didn't know I was doing this show with you and I was like well this is definitely going to come up <laughs> I think part of me spotting these moments now is because like, I
1: know sometimes when I watch a film like this I'm like jackpot that's fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> like I'll get two minutes out of that <sighs> so then so at this point in the film I'm a little bit pissed off because the structure's upset me and the sort of pedo stuff is frustrated me and then we get a line that I absolutely love and it all wraps itself up and it starts to make a lot more sense oh, so good. when
0: this is you're doing it so well. Well, it's like oh, bar oh, humbug. But then, but, but then, not Merry then, Christmas. But yep. So
1: Scott is there in the North Pole, and he says he can't believe what he's seeing. And then Judy sets him straight, and she says, "Believing is seeing." And all of this stuff about Christmas—if you believe it, it just works. Mm. Like I totally, totally get that. And I'm 41 years old, mm. and I know that Father Christmas isn't real, but I still sort of think he is. Yeah, like, it's just Weird, magic. It? Yeah. Mm. And also, Laura, the mum, later on or, sorry, earlier, whatever it is, when she's cross with Scott because um, she's trying to be truthful with Charlie and, and Scott isn't.
0: Yeah, Laura and Neil don't come out of this very well. Not brilliantly, I not. think Neil frequently oversteps the stepdad what, when he, when role. When he
1: tries to remove Charlie from his natural father yep. for getting a bit fat. Well,
0: well, well there's that. Uh, but even this, where uh, Charlie's like back from the North Pole, he's like, I believe in Christmas, and we went to the North Pole, and Dad's Santa Claus and everything. Yep. And he sort of says in front of Scott, Neil goes... We'll discuss this at home. Which is yeah. a dad thing Fuck to off, say dude. in front of your actual father. Yeah. We'll we'll discuss this at home, son.
1: That, I'm a, my blood would boil. Up. Yeah. What did you just say? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are
0: you kidding me? i want me to shove a candy cane up your ass. <laughs> I'll discuss it with him.
1: <laughs> but anyway, Laura's explanation of like you know how how to say to a kid this this isn't real, but we don't want to under, undercut all of the magic because there is something very special, even if you don't believe in the baby Jesus at Christmas. Uh, Which is where I am. It's like more of a feeling, and it's, you know, just feeling so much love towards people. I just thought that was really nice. And I I might use that, you know, in my arsenal of like when I'm going to have to talk to the children about Father Christmas, which is, it's real and it's not, but it is real in its sort of, yeah, in it. The the seed of it is real.
0: And what what it does well is it justifies Neil and Laura by basically they are anti Father Christmas because both of them felt let down by him.
1: Yeah, I love that. It isn't
0: explained why he let them down
1: because well, so, also we all know that Father Christmas isn't real so it's just their parents were, mm. they were really like disengaged yeah. from like where's the Christmas list like yeah. if your child says I want a what the date a, game a wean
0: whistle I mean what, that's, that's the, not even expensive th- no, that's, oh, you can get that whistle. in a cracker
1: yeah. it's yeah it's poor parenting but then this is the start of... This is probably of its time because it doesn't really work now, but there's a lot of people... You wouldn't... I don't think you would deal with a child that everyone thinks a child is delusional because Charlie's like, my dad is Santa. Mm. And all they say like, tell him
0: he's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you I don't know if you oh deal with God. it like that. Yeah, this bit at school where he's yeah. like... It's like the principal takes them into the office and goes... This is serious. Yeah. It's like what? <laughs> what are you talking about? He thinks his dad's Santa Claus. It's like no. I mean, this is yeah serious. And
1: also, not to again be a sort of process pedant, but unless Neil has um has signed any sort of adoption papers or whatever, I don't think he has a right to be in that room. He's just <laughs> Laura's boyfriend. So, principal wants to see mum and dad, who are the primary caregivers of of Charlie. Right. Neil doesn't hasn't earned his place. He
0: hasn't. But he does; he's good, isn't he, Judge Reinhold? In this, yeah, that he is good. whole bit where he's like, "Please, may I speak?" as such a like, <laughs> oh, like a psychiatrist yeah. thing to do. Yeah, may I? I know the rules of how this works.
1: But then I think as well, Neil as the villain, he's a bit of a bastard. But it's a Christmas film, so you can't go too heavy. This flirts for me a bit with too heavy, which is to say to your girlfriend, partner, Laura. I don't think we should let Scott see Charlie anymore. Mm-hmm. Is you have overstepped? Big like, swing, big swing. I was pleased to see it because I was like, oh, here is a story engine for act two. Because otherwise, I don't really know where we are. Like, what? Where are we in terms of like we've gone back to the calendar? I think where it You know, it looks like spring. I don't want to be in spring. I want to be at Christmas. And what what is going to be the beats for the rest of the film? I've got no idea. So now it's like I know understand it's going to be a dad trying to um, keep custody of his child. Yep. A bit dark, but fine. So Scott does put on some weight. Everyone at work feels they have the right to comment on that. Fat shame him. That's of its time. Yeah. You cannot mm. and will not do that now. It's rudeness. At the very minimum, it's
0: rudeness. What's happened to you? Yeah. Basically, they go, you're disgusting.
1: Yeah. They In can't no believe it. Terms. And watching him eat the food as well, like, Lovely. that made me feel uncomfortable. Oh, I like it. And then the toy company that he works for is Evil, which is brand new information at this point. Like, I know that the doll mm. thing is weird, but it's not evil. Mm. And so there's, they've got this toy, which has got Santa Claus on a Panzer tank. And because Scott is is basically Father Christmas at this point, he's like, no, 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 that would never happen. And they're like, wise up, Scott, and also go and see a dietitian. No, I will see you in an employment tribunal. You fucking idiots.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the same. It's the same beat as uh, the start of Scrooge, isn't it? Where they've got the trailer, yeah. which is Santa opening oh, yeah. fire. It's the same thing. It's <laughs> like it. it's like militarizing Christmas. Yeah.
1: Um, quick question. Scott goes for a physical exam because Hmm. he keeps growing facial hair very quickly and he keeps putting on weight and all the rest of it. And the doctor says, your heart beat's irregular. Why does that happen? It's jingle
0: bells. Oh, is it? Oh, my God. Yeah. I had
1: no idea. Yeah, his
0: heart does. Boom, 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 boom. Boom,
1: boom, oh, my God, I didn't boom, see boom, that at all. Boom.
0: Yeah, that's the Really? Joke. Oh, yeah. that's
1: hilarious. I,
0: I mean, as a medical professional, he should be more concerned uh, he really than, he, than he is. He's a
1: bit like, oh, that's quirky. But he <laughs> should, should, but you should a nice, technically be dead. Nice little joke. That's a great joke. Yeah. I, God, I can't believe I missed that. Sorry, mm. that is piss poor. No Sorry, worries. everyone. <laughs> why I'm here.
0: Why I'm here. Heartbeat-based humour.
1: <laughs> okay. So then Neil and Laura, the fuckers... They get Charlie in front of a judge, P.S. unaccompanied. Right.
0: I thought it was a child psychiatrist initially. I thought they'd take him to a shrink. I didn't realise it was a judge until someone goes, he's a judge.
1: I don't know the system, but I don't know if I'd be like, okay, son, you can go in there without any um, adult, appropriate adult present. I don't see how that's that's right. And then he's not allowed to see his dad anymore. And essentially because his dad is cosplaying Santa. That's all it is. And they take the kid. They take
0: the kid away. That's
1: fucked up. Yep. Um, but like you say At this point I don't know if you would have thought this at the time It's a bit its time And it's a useful story engine But it is very clever If the writers were like Neil and Laura are coming off super villainous right now Because to remove True. a child from her father is, is really harsh Which is why I Which know, is why they do the thing with the Christmas presents It's, it's it good perfect because perfect you, suddenly,
0: you suddenly take two people who have gone I don't see a way back for you in this movie And then you're like Oh I feel sympathy Yeah it's
1: And it's I think Neil is lying but it fits with his character because he's a bit of like a bit of a smarty pants where Mm. he's like oh I was three and I remember it it's like people don't remember shit from when they're three like Mm. when someone you know the memory that really sticks is you're like I'm eight or nine and I'm remembering a lot of stuff and then it's like oh it's not real Mm. but three three three-year-olds are babies like but that's fine I think he's lying because he wants to seem like a you know he's Big, clever, like really well developed. Yeah. And it
0: helps that he's Judge Reinhold, because Judge Reinhold is just a very, very likable presence on screen. So when he gets in Charlie's face and he's like, He's not Santa (laughs) about Scott, you're like, you're kinda just on the right side because it's Reinhold.
1: Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. If it was someone else, we might have a problem. Mm. So then the Snow Globe comes to life and then Scott realizes he is Santa despite fully looking like him and being like him for almost a year now. And
0: having been to the North Pole. Yes. Yeah, and he... seen elves and yeah. flown in a sleigh. Yeah. It's like...
1: And he's forgotten all of this, I, I guess? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So then he kidnaps Charlie. He says, this This is where it gets really messy for me, just un, just untidy stuff. Like, mm. he says, you should stay with your mum. Fuck it. Come with me. Yeah. That's kidnapping.
0: It's it to and fro's a, a few too many times. Yeah, because
1: he then repeats that exact line. Anyway, that yeah. doesn't matter. So then... Um, well, basically, an idea. I love this scene, but with a bit of setup earlier, could have been just much more awesome. Which is like Santa 2.0 when he goes back to the North Pole and he gets new gadgets mm-hmm. and inventions yeah. to make him safer and more efficient, i.e., a flame retardant suit. Brilliant idea, except first time round he never got burned nope. or complained about the yeah. heat in any way. That's all you need to do. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of setup and payoff. Hundred percent. Is this because it's your first spec? I mean, it's that is that's root one stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, we shouldn't have spent six days on the clauses—the last line of a contract—segment <laughs> uh, of this.
1: Yeah. But also, it's, it makes me want to weep. It's such an easy fix. Oh, we got a cool joke where they do the slow mo walk and they've got the suit. That's good. No problem. Just pop in one line <laughs> on page ten where he goes, "Ouch, the fire is hot," and then we're yeah. done. Like yeah. then, Vicky will be happy. Yeah, it's sure. it's so basic. Setup, anyway.
0: payoff. Set up. Set
1: up, pay up. So the elf squad, this is the worst joke I've, I think I've ever... The
0: Elves it, with attitude?
1: It's. I don't even want to talk about them, I'm so upset by them. So ELF as an acronym, what can we make that stand for that's fun? Effective Liberating Flight Squad. Flight Squad, got you. Cool. Effective Liberating, go again. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> It makes me mad. They sold this spec for a decent amount of money, yep. which I didn't write down, which is on me, because that's the kind of trivia I regard as exciting because I'm greedy. Yeah. But it was it was some money. Yeah.
0: Excellent.
1: Fuck it. We could do this.
0: Clearly not, because I've been as you were talking, I was like, I've I've, I've, <laughs> I've got it. I've got something. I don't. <laughs> um excellent liberating flight squad, yeah.
1: Excellent is better than effective. Yep. Effective's just a bit wishy-washy. Anyway, they bust Santa out of prison and then the family are reunited and Scott says once again, you should stay with your mum, yep. even though the last time he said that, he then did kidnap him. Yep. But then this line, I was like, oh, this film, this film is so annoying. But then um, this great, it's a great, it's not a great line, as it? it's quite a simple line, but the sentiment under this line is greatness. It's just brilliant writing. Like, which is? Which is... Scott, as Santa, saying you need to stay with your mum. We're a family, even Neil, right? <laughs> Very basic thing, but the generosity of that is astonishing, given what Neil has put Scott through, mm. and to forgive them and you know arms figuratively, not literally, maybe round both Laura and Neil and his son, even though they took his job from him. That's he's magic. Mm. That's the spirit of Christmas. He can forgive them. He is Father Christmas. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) So it all comes back. It's 360 for me. It's like, oh, I get it. Like, it's patchy sometimes. But the sentimental stuff, they've nailed it.
0: Do you know um, how you undo a custody hearing? Um, What you do
1: (laughs) is um, if you've got a document that uh, dictates that uh, a father
0: is no longer allowed to see their child... The way you get rid of that yeah. is to throw it on a fire. Yeah,
1: I've heard this. You
0: don't need a lawyer. <laughs> you just burn the document. You're wasting your money. Wasting and your money. It undoes everything that was in the. Document. I've heard
1: it from judges that I know, mm. especially on the family court circuit. You yeah. get back in front of them like, "Why are you wasting your time? Do you not have a fire?
0: Here's a Zippo. <laughs> there you go. We're done.
1: You wasted everybody's yeah. time. My time is expensive. It is amazing. Why didn't isn't you it?
0: just burn it?
1: <laughs> just. <you> <laughs> Yeah, I don't like this, Will. You can burn it. You can burn it. I know, not a lot of people know about it, but you can just burn it.
0: Uh, Apparently your relative has left everything to a cat charity. Do you want that or do you want to burn it? (laughs) If I I burn it, do I get the money? That's how it works, kiddo.
1: It's really funny. So anyway... um, uh, after a year of like g- gradual physical transformation mm. which has nothing to do with learning to be Santa because he already knows that he has to do the job forever now I think and live in the North Pole forever but why? Because he just did the job a year ago and had a 12 month secondment back home so this why is... does he have to go back yeah. to the North Pole?
0: And this is the weird thing it's like so he's really not going to see his son for yeah. a year having fought tooth and nail to get him back and in his life and it's such a long time yeah. and it's like I'll see you at Christmas like, uh, Yeah. like a shit dad yeah. absent father yeah <laughs>
1: But Levy must, and so Levy does. But then he comes back again after 10 oh seconds yep. because of the thing for the hug, even though we just did this. Mm. I found that so annoying. Dad, come back. Da-da! Yeah. Whatever. Um, And then Charlie and his dad go off together like they just did. The end.
0: Uh, well, uh, not quite the end, because Neil is obviously, you know, he's still overstepping his mark. He's like, hey, Charlie, you're going to make a great psychiatrist. And Charlie's like, you know what? I'm going to go into the family business, which ultimately... Bearing in mind we understand how this works, is a threat. <laughs>
1: He's got to kill his dad. He's
0: got to kill yeah. his own father wow, so that dark, he can it? then become Santa Claus. Which is him basically going, "Watch your back, Dad? Get
1: you dick to a quick idea for a movie. Uh, the Godfather meets Santa Claus. Done. There we go. <laughs> that's an idea for a
0: <laughs> There are no... Bad
1: ideas. <laughs> Let's do the bit. show Wait, wait, then. one what, more what, final what, what, thing.
0: Go on. Why, why, why is Laura so concerned about not the fact that the sleigh flies, but that it goes over oceans? Don't go over any oceans! Don't know. It's, that's the final line. It's like, <laughs> Scott, I mean, Sansa. no oceans. Why? Why, Laura? Why? Why? No, what? If Charlie yeah. falls out of the sleigh over an ocean, you think the result is going to be different to if it's over the ground? <laughs> not A scientist, are you, Laura?
1: (laughs) You're so right.
0: That's so annoying. It's just such an odd line, like the last sentence, no oceans! (laughs) Why is that the last line of your movie? Just to me. I'll miss you, Santa. Great, fine. Be careful. Wrap up warm. Whatever. Say hi to Judy. (laughs) Love you
1: forever. It's just, that to me is, it's the last day of shooting. I'm going to assume they shot it chronologically because I can. Um, and everyone's like, fuck it, I want to go home.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's basically, it's like, well, Laura, obviously we've seen Scott played by Tim Allen. He's been doing a lot of improv. You want to I mean, you you like, yeah, give you it a, a shot? Up. I think I got something here. <laughs> yeah. I think I got something. All right, because it's, it's the last foot of film. Yeah. So this is it. So this you've definitely it. got something. No, oceans. <laughs> what do you think, guys? And uh, that's a wrap, people. Looking forward to seeing that on the big screen. Thanks, Laura. Thank you.
1: God. That's so true. Yeah, that's rubbish. All right. Uh what was your best scene then?
0: Uh my best scene is the moment we literally just talked about which is where both Laura and Neil finally realize that Scott is Santa. Yeah. I like Laura's bit. You really are Santa Claus. But it's Judge Reinhold's face yeah, when true. he looks it's just his face fills fills the whole screen. He goes
1: Santa? It's a bit creepy actually but um, I like it Yeah it's just a man acting like a child is a bit gross but it's fine uh, I This this is not not to be sledging this film it, but this was my favourite bit so I'm allowed to say it. it was just the flame suit and the slow walk because bit, bit, I always love a bit slow bit walk The bit with the arms Yeah, and I, dancing to the yeah. song Yeah it's great And I like stuff like that I wish there'd been a bit more of a payoff but I did really enjoy that uh, what's your most valuable, whatever?
0: I do like Tim Allen in this. Yeah. He's not Galaxy Quest Tim Allen, which is
1: peak <laughs> Tim Allen. Yeah. That's
0: still Allen's greatest performance. But I just, I think he does a lot with this part. And you can see he's a guy at the top of his game, yeah. and the improv stuff is great. It's funny. And he's sort of got, he makes what is fundamentally could be a very cheesy kids' movie. It's just got that tiny little bit of edge that makes me enjoy it because yeah. it's him doing it. Uh, you know, when he's like, when, when Neil is like, what did you do last night? What did you do with Charlie last night? He's like, oh, yeah, we had some shots of brown liquor. It's like, <laughs> a, a good joke for the grown-ups. Yeah,
1: it is. Uh, mine is Tim Allen for the exact same reasons. Mm. And then what would you change?
0: Well, we both went early on this because Chris isn't here. So we just threw the format out of the window. Yeah, but it's genuinely, he fails to believe in him being Father Christmas. And so we see a nationwide, not a global, is America, but a nationwide <laughs> effect of people losing the Christmas spirit.
1: Yeah. And I have said mine, but just because it does bear repeated. have to do it. Set it all over one night, that night being Christmas mm. Eve. Fucking obviously. That's
0: oh. it. Lovely stuff. Uh, All right, no quiz this week because the quiz master is absent. Uh,
1: Yay! (laughs) Everybody relax. Well, you and
0: I can walk out of here as
1: friends.
0: (laughs) Uh, So let's look ahead to uh, next week's uh, choices. It's our final Christmas clash countdown. So your clue is I've got one. Have you got one? No. Okay, great. Holiday season with the family. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's rough.
0: <Yep. laughs> Last minute of it.
1: Last minute of it.
0: Chris just turned over on his son bed. <laughs> holiday season with the family. So literal. <laughs> right, that's it for this episode. Uh, we'll be back uh, on Thursday, on uh, Thursday, talking through the wonder that is Michael Keaton in Jack Frost. Until then, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. Check in with us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, where we're at ClashPod. I'll speak to you on Thursday, along with the great Victoria. Bye for now.